Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Interplastic Insights podcast. My name is Dave Gray, I'm the Head of Content at British Plastics and Rubber and Interplastic Insights and I am very excited to let you know that I am in Milan uh, reporting live from the Greenplast show. Greenplast is a new event launched by the organisers of Plast and it's, as the name suggests, specifically focused on sustainability. So uh, my colleagues and I, we thought we'd come out to Milan and see what's going on. So first of all, we spoke with Simon Jay, who is the sales director for Plasmac. Plasmac is part of the Synchro Group, um, and Arima has also purchased a 60% share of Plasmac as well. Um, so in a very good kind of position in the in the recycling sector. We, we talked about one of uh, the machines that Plasmac have on display and we talked about some of the other capabilities that they have as well in recycling for injection moulders. So this is our, um, this is our latest and um, I suppose most compact and most efficient machine that we do. So this is what we call the Alpha XS, and this basically it's a it's a this particular model is an inline trim and roll roll recycling system. So basically, we'll take um, scrap from a blow the trims from a blow line, bring them into the basket, and then at the same time you can recycle uh, roll scrap as well. Um, it's so you can see it's a super compact machine. Yeah. It has an 11 kilowatt motor. Um, tends to run at about 60 to 70 percent of, um, of the maximum load of that machine, and it will produce you 50 kilos an hour. So you, 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 we don't give guarantees on kilowatts per kilo because it's very much material dependent. But as an average, you'd probably run around 0.2 to 0.21 kilowatts per kilo so it's super super efficient yeah super super efficient um this particular model because it's got a roll feed we have a screen changer on it in case there's any contamination that comes from the reels um if it's a trim only machine then we wouldn't have the um, screen changer on it so again it makes it a little bit more compact as Um, as i mentioned this is the smallest of the alphas that we do and um we then have different sizes that go up to um, an Alpha 90, which which would be the biggest we do for an, an, an inline or offline recycling application. Over and above the Alpha machines, we also do an Amiga, which is a shredder extruder system, and we have our Amiga XS, which is 100 kilos an hour, up to our Amiga Plus, which is 400 kilos an hour. And we do our, our latest machine, which is an Epsilon, which is um, it's quite a unique machine, and, and they're they're basically um, they're what we would call an inline shredder machine. So they're basically similar to the Alpha, but you have a shredder set directly on top of the screw, and that's that's specific, specifically targeted at injection molding scrap, blow molding scrap. Right. Okay. It can also be used in film applications, but we saw it more or high speed film applications. So if you had if you had high speed trims from a, from a, a high up line for instance or a smaller cast line yeah. then it gives you that buffer between feeding the trims in and recycling and how much um, demand are you kind of seeing from injection moulders for reprocessing industrial waste um, I would say growing so we, we've done a couple of projects with automotive suppliers who they so injection moulding products for the, um, for the car industry where they see 
they see a number of benefits. One is dust reduction within the material. Um, traditionally, they would shred and then feed that shredded material back into the injection moulders, but they can get dust built up around the um, feed throat. That dust, even if it isn't a dust issue on the feeding, it can be a dust issue in the injection moulding because you get some unmelts on the surface, so they immediately have to scrap those those products. So by repelletizing, they're able to completely get rid of um, dust issues in feeding, dust issues in product quality, and they get an increase in output because they've now got a really stable material going into the extruder. So on the automotive, we've seen it. Um, we've seen a, a lot of interest and growing. Right. Um, two weeks ago, we attended the um, the FIP exhibition in Lyon, yep. and that's specifically aimed at injection molders. And there, we got really because we ran an epsilon at that show and we that that generated a lot of thanks so much again to simon for the tour of the stand um, while we were there, we uh, had the opportunity to speak briefly with Gabriele Caccia, one of the two founders of the Synchro Group. And Synchro started out in ancillaries and has grown uh, to incorporate many different uh, types of equipment for plastic processing in quite a short space of time, really. So we wanted to uh, chat to Gabriele as well. Here's what he had to say. Gabrielli, thanks for um, talking talking with us. So Simon's told us a little bit of the backstory, but just tell us in your own words um, where where your kind of ideas came from at the start of this company. Well, Synchro actually was uh, launched 15 years ago, was established 15 years ago, and uh, we started immediately with the idea to get into what now is called the circular economy. So we immediately begin developing a lot of different ancillaries, machineries, doing um, a lot of different joint venture, for example, Plasmac now a joint venture with Arema, the, the, the biggest one in the recycling industries, uh, dividing uh, the markets in Forasa, Austin Industrials, and then adding, uh, for example, nowadays the web inspections, since now the market uh, and the European government uh, is telling everyone that uh, PCR, so post-consumer recycling, has to be in uh, all uh, productions uh, since uh, circular economies obviously the environment is uh, something that we took uh, late, uh, took after very much is uh, is a matter of uh, a company that has a view of uh, sustainability and uh, uh, we're really keen on um, keep developing uh, different things to 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 towards these uh, these targets so Brilliant. the greenology we call it a greenology and where did your um, knowledge for ancillaries and for this industry, where does that come from? Well, actually, um, we had a family company called uh, Catch Engineering, which was my grandfather and then my father's and my uncle's. Then uh-huh. actually, technically, personally, I never worked there because <laughs> when my family sold the companies, I was still in the university. But then uh, my daddy sent me somewhere else in the world uh, to learn. And then when I came back, I started doing my, my own experience. And then I got to a point where I said, it's time to do something different. So that's yeah. how I established, I established the company. We started getting into more controls. So profile controls, gauging systems, uh, web inspections, sorting systems. So obviously, we are growing together with the market. So yeah. 
uh, more controls, more automation, uh, more user-friendly machineries, uh, and that's why we keep uh, we keep growing in that way. Okay. And uh, last question: You mentioned these joint ventures that have helped to um, kind of grow the business quite quickly. Sure. And what's what's next on the horizon? Do you have your eye on um, any other kind of partnerships or any other areas that you can talk about? Absolutely, yes. Uh, we do have the idea, and. Uh, no, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, thanks again to Gabriele for uh, giving us the background and um, yeah, telling us the story of how he, he built that company. It's, it's remarkable, really. Um, if you're interested to learn more about Synchro or Plasmac products, um, UK Extrusion are their supplier in the UK um, and you can reach out to them uh, with any, any questions or any inquiries that you might have if you are UK based. So uh, on to our next highlight, Rob Coker went to visit Arbird today and he spoke to Raffaele Abdusetti, who's the MD of Arberg Italia. Um, Arberg are notoriously great at trade shows because they always run really interesting applications on their machines. And uh, today is no different. They've got an all-rounder running bio-based polypropylene um, and they're moulding uh, these cups which have uh, unique um, codes printed on them. So that's enough from me. Let's hear from Rob and Raffaele over at the Artberg stand. So it's good, um, Mr Abruzzetti, to be back in the international trade fair environment. Uh, what does it mean for you to be returning to the live in-person event? Uh, for sure, it's something that we were waiting since uh, two years. Sure, yeah. And uh, for sure, it's different to meet people and to go on establishing a relationship with the current customer and to, with new new leads. That uh, I must say that are coming quite uh, numerous this uh, today. And also yesterday, we were also numerous as well yesterday. And you see a lot of people uh, really that uh, were uh, looking forward meeting again uh, in person. This is uh, for sure different to the other way we developed during the last uh, years, like uh, doing webinars uh, or things like that. Also a new way of communicating, but, uh, mm-hmm. but it has to be in parallel. Can you tell me a little bit about what you've brought here to Milan? Yeah, we have uh, one uh, application made of uh, one injection molding machine, electrical, for one of our A-series, that is the full electric uh, technology for uh, ARCO, for injection molding. And uh, this, uh, this machine is producing a cap made of uh, bio-based material, polypropylene uh, bio-based from Borealis. And uh, on this machine uh, is coded one uh, QR code, and on this QR code uh, is printed uh, are printed uh, all the information related to the cap itself, to the application. So in this case, uh, you can find uh, th- simply with uh, an application mm-hmm. on your uh, iPhone, on your uh, smartphone, you can have uh, the ingredients. So the, in this case, the polypropylene uh, made of polyols with all the technical uh, data sheet and you can have uh, uh, also the machine uh, who produced this with all the parameters of the machine inside. Uh, this is uh, uh, 
part of a project where Arbor is uh, part of that is called AirCycle. That is uh, uh, the contribution, technological contribution of Arbor to this project is really to collect all this information uh, into the uh, control system of the machine. Mm -hmm. To make this available for the next uh, step of the product. So uh, the use and after the use of the product, during the recycling of this uh, product, you can have all this information in order to guarantee not uh, uh, down cycling but an upcycling of the, of the material so then uh, you can have uh, for example a better selection all the polypropylene together with all the polypropylene polyethylene with polypropylene and so on so that also the post-consumer material are in a level of quality quite similar to the post-industrial material you know, that, uh, that is the best to recycle something to have homogeneity in the, in the material so the QR code on the cup takes the recycling of, of the product far beyond the traditional curbside collection uh, scheme? Uh, recycling facilities, they have uh, access to all the information of the cap itself, so that they can then uh, direct uh, this cap to the polypropylene uh, part of on the, the stream. Uh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so um, what, what are the advantages then? of using an all-electric uh, injection molding machine rather than a, a more conventional hydraulic alternative? You have uh, uh, for sure saving of energy, that is uh, for sure something that uh, uh, an electrical machine can guarantee because uh, uh, the electrical drives of course are uh, uh, giving the direct movement, not uh, like an hydraulic uh, that we use the electrical energy to uh, move the pump uh, of the hydraulic system and then indirectly the, 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 the energy is transferred to the movement. Mm -hmm. And uh, in, the, in the hydraulic we have the pump that is running continuously also when you don't have movement. Uh, and the electrical drives uh, in this sense uh, are less, less energy consuming than uh, hydraulic technology. All our machines are uh, equipped with an uh, OPC UA interface that is guaranteeing the exchange, bidirectional exchange of information. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are also showing here in this, uh, uh, in this uh, desk our MES system uh, that is guaranteeing this uh, exchange of information and the transferring of a production order, for example, from the, uh, from the central logistic system of the customer to the single machines. So uh, you can see, for example, in this uh, in this display, that you have the layout of the of the in this case of the booth. But you can imagine that is the production hall. Yeah, sure. And uh, and from this uh, software, you can uh, see the what the, which kind of order is made at the moment in the machine, and then you have all access to all the information about efficiency uh, and so on from one side. On the other side, you can also give him uh, the order to produce, for example, thousand caps and uh, after then stopping and then starting producing something else. Well, thank you, Rob and Raffaele. That was great. Um, really good to hear what's going on at Arburg. The last highlight for this podcast comes to us from Surmax, the compounder. They have 
lined their stand at the show with art installations. So all around one side of the stand there are these um, really incredible installations uh, which are really eye-catching, they're drawing lots of people in and they're all making use of recycled plastic. In fact there's a couple of stands at Greenplast where recycled plastic is being used as art and they're, they're kind of various different meanings and sort of interpretations which um, I kind of wanted to find out a bit more about so I spoke to Leonardo Fauna who's in charge of press at Cermax and here's what he had to say. about the background to these yes thank you for involving me thank you for your question uh, we were excited to participate to this, to this kind of project uh, uh, with uh, the Liceo Toski which is uh, an artistic lately uh, artistic high school in Parma and uh, we involve uh, the young people in uh, doing this kind of installation starting from uh, the recycled polymers that we produce in our plant in Salso Maggiore Terme uh, we invite uh, the school to visit our plants and then uh, uh, they were inspired uh, to do something for our, uh, for our uh, uh, fair here in Milan. They started from the scraps of the production, uh, of the production plant and they realized uh, uh, 10 small projects and then uh, uh, our company uh, together with uh, their teacher we select uh, four, uh, four uh, um, samples and students realize uh, a higher, uh, bigger, uh, a bigger sample, a bigger installation. And so they were inspired and they tried to explain uh, in, a, in, a, in the art way how to use also this kind of recycled materials to produce uh, some beautiful uh, uh, sculptures, some beautiful elements and uh, so the, the students uh, were very inspired, they uh, were inspired in seeing uh, the process, in seeing what uh, there is behind uh, the plastic that uh, they use every day and so we were very uh, excited to do that. Uh, we want uh, as a Cirmax group uh, to explain uh, young people uh, what there is behind and what we do with plastic in order to incentive, incentivize them to recycle better and recycle the material in the best possible way. Thank you, Leonardo. Um, they, they're really striking. They're really um, impressive uh, models and I can see why you picked the four that you did. Um, now, your stand is very busy, lots of customers having great meetings. What do you think of Green Plus so far? So it is, it is the first edition of Greenplast, and uh, we are also um, we have the stand full of people. We are uh, is the first time we we do this Greenplast, and uh, for us is a very uh, is a very uh, how to say it is very good to to have a lot of custom here uh, customers here. Maybe because also is the first uh, exhibition without uh, COVID restrictions. So we see that people want to move, want to visit uh, uh, suppliers, want to go, uh, to, want to come back to exhibitions. So we are very happy to, that, to this. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Leonardo. It's great to talk to you. Well, that's it from this week's podcast. And thanks for all of our brilliant guests. It has been brilliant to be reporting live from a trade show. It's been brilliant to be back at a trade show. Um, so we're really looking forward to many more to come. Until next time, take care.